Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here It For Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going? Can someone like turn down the temperature on Ireland just yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Because I, I, I can't work under these conditions, Connor. I we're can't the, perform. We're in the sunny southeast of about twenty degrees. It's oh, it's too hot, lads. I'm on, I'm on factor eighty. It's inside. Inside, I have the sunglasses on, oh, and yeah. it's just I'm still blind. Irish people, we just had not handled the sun in any way. Like this weather now that you are experiencing and that you were complaining about, there are many people that say we have listeners. All over the world, Sean. I don't know if you know this about us, but um, we sometimes my mom goes on holiday, so it's all over the world. Um, <laughs> but uh, people say in America, New Zealand, Australia, they're kind of they would be sitting in this heat going, "It's a bit fucking cold." Does anybody have a hoodie? But to us, yeah. this is the peak of summer. This is as good, like this is as hot as it's gonna get, like. Mm. There, there's no up from here there's only down into the swift darkness of winter and I for one welcome it I welcome the dark overlords give it to us so what is weird news Sean? Uh, oh I don't know uh, actually oh, uh, I have. I, let me take a guess is it a show where you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world and you're about to read them all out to me 
Oh, I'm after changing the format this week. I'm oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's politics. <laughs> what are the fucking chances? I've done this one week. five times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is weird news, and that is exactly what has happened. Whatever Sean just mumbled, yes. That was that. Okay, I don't so, mumble. <laughs> I think I'm more of a rambler than you are. But we are starting this week in New Zealand, Sean. Um, now a lot of people are finding it difficult with the global bastard which is what the word I've given it now these days um, you've christened it yes I've cri- it, it's coming in it's ruining a lot of people's jobs a lot of people have were maybe on furlough for a little bit they were sent home for a lot of this year and now they're slowly going back but there is a job out there that if you want it it will pay you 10 grand a year not a lot not a lot of money but it's oh, an but extra it's bit money. of income yeah, and and it's in New Zealand. It's in New Zealand, and oh, it, this New mm. Zealand man gets paid ten grand a year to be the city's official wizard. A fi- hmm. <laughs> now is he a magi- is he a magic man or is this like a a phony kind of wizard? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Are you asking me if this man is actually has the ability to use magic? In which case, why is he on a ten thousand dollar salary? I think if he can use actual magic, I would give him all of the money in the world. I would give him at least fifteen thousand. Also, he would have no need for money. He would, could just make more money. No, that's what, it's like it's like genies. You, there's rules to being a wizard. You can't there's, make money. You can't who make food. These rules? You can't make a friend. Those are the three <laughs> rules. That's what the wizard told you. <laughs> You're never going to make a friend, Sean. <laughs> Stop wishing. <laughs> I just had no friends growing up, so my mum was like, "Oh, you're a wizard. Wizards can't have friends." <laughs> and that's a rule you've stuck to to this day. So, it is. You're strictly an acquaintance, if anyone strictly. asks. So for decades, the city has had an official wizard in. This is Christchurch in New Zealand. Born in the. Well, United that's like Kingdom. a major city. That's not oh, like yes. out in the sticks somewhere. No. Born in the United Kingdom, Ian Brackenberry uh, settled in New Zealand in the 1970s, where he became known as the Wizard. As if to reinforce how serious he is, he has even held a New Zealand driver's license issued to the Wizard, although he says he hasn't officially changed his name. But what happened? Like, what happened in between him landing on New Zealand? <laughs> And then having a driver's license that says the wizard. Well, the people in England were not as appreciative of his ability to use actual magic. And then he went to New Zealand and they went, that's a talent we could use. I mean, what if they need to throw a ring into Mount Doom? True. What if if we need, you know, somebody and there's like a, a yellow brick road of some sort? It was the yellow brick road and it was Oz... Surely Oz is Australia. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, no, I've got the wrong. W- Waffles is going to write in. <laughs> you dickheads. Waffles, so, if you can tell us, what's exactly the difference between New Zealand and Australia? <laughs> the, the response would be, what's the difference between England and Ireland? Oh, for, I, Waffles, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I didn't actually, mean it. No, we've, done, we've gone too far there now. So, over the years, he has become a fixture in the city. On the paved square in front of Christchurch Cathedral, he has said his life theories. He's wore wizard robes and become such a well-known figure that he has earned himself a TripAdvisor rating of 4 out of 5 stars. 
And since 1998, the New Zealand uh, City Council, or sorry, the Christchurch City Council, have awarded him 10 grand a year, or 16,000 dollar dues, for his wizardry. But what what element of wizardry does he perform? <laughs> just he's just a wizard. He just dresses up as a wizard. I mean, this whole story gets the more you look into it, the stranger it becomes. But the fact that there's some people unemployed and this man's job is to just walk around as a wizard makes me question the fact: Why did I not become a wizard sooner? Is I mean. You do have the leadership qualities, but I don't. I still don't understand the process. Why is why is everyone so accepting of this? <laughs> you see, you say that they were not accepting at the start. He turned them around, shot with his wizardry. With his wizardry. I mean, if you if you see a wizard using magic, you're like, okay, don't fuck with him. So now, aged eighty seven. The wizard spends less time in the public eye, and this is where it gets interesting because he wants a successor and appears to have found one in 39 year old Ari Freeman who teaches guitar and fronts fronts a psychedelic funk band on the side and uh, okay so you can apply to be a wizard you you can apply to be a wizard yes there's no if your letter didn't come when you were 10 you could apply oh I see I see so, I, no, I mean, psychedelic funk is a natural progression for a wizard, I'd say. <laughs> it is. If you, got, if you were on enough drugs, you would, you would think you were a wizard. Yeah, and this, eight, what is he, 89? This 87. 87. So this 87-year-old is a big fan mm. of Mr. Freeman. <laughs> he is. And decided, I will pass on all of, I assume, a, I a, a collection of leather-bound books and one yeah, I, staff. Yeah. It's very similar to Star Wars. Like, he just has a lot of the books of lore. (laughs) He's just a big fucking nerd. (laughs) So, after finishing his degree in sociology and psychology, he worked as a community arts organiser for the University of Western Australia in Perth, then as a teaching fellow in sociology at the University of New South Wales in Sydney. There... He started what he called, this is in quotation marks, a fun revolution aimed at bringing love, logic and levity to the world and turning the university into a theatre of the absurd, which are all words in a sentence that really means very little. But I, I would argue that the university probably wasn't happy with that. Well, the university actually... He lost his university job. <laughs> and Go away, did he? <laughs> in response, he hatched a plan with the vice-chancellor to give him a new position. The first official wizard of the college. <laughs> of the college? Oh. Of the university, so I do apologise. He's a tenured professor wizard. Yes. Yes, and he says, I've, in- I've invented a wizard out of nowhere, says the wizard in this article. They keep calling him the wizard. There are no wizards when I arrived in the world, except for in books. But now, I am here. <laughs> that's what he says. And but, but, he, but if he's not a wizard, that previous statement is still true. And I'm, <laughs> Connor, you know I like to play the sceptic on this show. I know, I know that, yes. But I... If... It, look... The best trick a wizard could do would be convincing the world that he was just an insane man who thought he was a wizard. Fuck. Holy shit. 
So you're saying he is actually a wizard? Well, he bewitched an entire fucking college. <laughs> that is true. I feel like there's some brainwashing going on. He lost his job because I'm assuming he just kept dressing up as a wizard. And then they hired him back as the official wizard of the college. And he said, I'll take this ten grand a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says that when he became a wizard, he lost all of his friends and his wife left him. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, it's taken a turn, hasn't it? (laughs) He says he turned her throwing him out of the house into a ritual by inviting friends to come too. To me, it was fun, but to her, but not to her, she's still furious. (laughs) This is in the (laughs) 70s. And they've not talked since. No, she's Baltic. She hates Harry Potter. (laughs) Do you think it was, like, as a result of the trends of he saw... Of the 70s. Well, like, you read Lord of the Rings. Okay. And what 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 else had fucking wizards in it, man? Uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. The Hobbit? Uh, the Hobbit. That's the same thing you've done twice. No, they're different. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think that's it. So there's he two came, wizard stories. He came to Christchurch. <laughs> he came to Christchurch in the 1970s. And he became a mainstay in the Cathedral Square, where he stood on a ladder and dressed in a variety of outfits, including a loincloth as John the Baptist. Um, at first, Famed wizard John the Baptist. As we all know. Um, at first, the council wasn't taken with him, you could imagine. They initially refused to appoint him the city's official wizard, and wouldn't grant him the written permission he needed to speak in the square, under Christchurch bylaws. So the wizard started speaking French and wore a gas mask, hoping to evade the rules. (laughs) (laughs) What? What What benefit is the gas mask? I think he's just gone mental. He must have just been looking around the house, or he went into a fancy dress shop and was just like, is there a gas mask there? Oh yeah, that'll help me evade the authorities. Yeah, that'll that'll really sort things out. And he had a different memory of that because he has said, "I've been the most popular man in Christchurch since then." <laughs> Flashback to just him getting eggs thrown at him and shit <laughs> repeatedly. So yeah, I know what you're thinking, Sean. Maybe he's not really a wizard. Maybe he's not magic. Don't and, you put words in my mouth? And okay, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was thinking, maybe he's not really a wizard. Maybe he's yeah. not magic. And, and look, maybe he's really cool in his personal life. Maybe he would be the one to tell us. But in 1988, in Wymate, I'm definitely butchering that, a town not far from Christchurch, was in the grips of a drought. The organisers of a local agriculture fair invited the wizard to perform a rain dance. <laughs> Oh, is that is that in his scope of abilities? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know his scope of abilities. It could be in it. Could be. It could either be he has the ability to control weather, or he's just really lucky at where and when he dances. He he tends to dance under like a sprinkler system. And the the most tell me the most important word in this next sentence is according to the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Rain <laughs> fell only a few hours after he began dancing and beating a drum. That a, t- a few hours is far too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I, right. I need slow red dance. I if I was there, I'd give him like fifteen minutes. Would be yeah. the time frame. 
The wizard adjourned to the refreshment tent to wash the downpour and partake of the free whiskies that were trusted to his hand by the visibly shaken farmers. Free whiskies, you say? <laughs> free whiskies, yes. Well, <laughs> wait, the farmers were visibly shaken. He says they were shaken. After an hour, yeah, because after an hour this man said, I did it, give me whiskey. <laughs> So, in 1990, the New Zealand Prime Minister Mike Moore wrote him a letter suggesting that he would urgently consider my suggestion that he be... Or sorry, he would urgently consider the wizard's suggestion that he become the wizard of New Zealand, Antarctica and relevant offshore areas, to which the wizard accepted. And he was officially named the wizard of New Zealand. Fuck, and, and here we are, years later... Here and he's are. passing he, on the torch. He's he's eighty seven. He's passing it on. He's making over ten grand a year, just dressing up as a wizard, walking down into the streets and shouting at people. Um, he has even received the Queen's Service Medal for his what? hours. What? <laughs> yes. That is not. That, that's not allowed. <laughs> You just don't like you don't like fun, Sean. This man is clearly and he's the right guy, you know what I mean? He's he's just a wizard. And now he's taking on younger wizards. So he's taking on Ari Freeman, who he met in twenty fourteen. And Ari says, I think it came together in my mid twenties. It's one of those things you don't have a name for, and when you look back, you realise you've been doing magic for a long, long time. I think Ari might be also a bit mental. I th- well, he certainly thinks he can do actual magic. Yes. He says that he walked up to the wizard one day, already sporting a long beard, said, Hi, I'm Ari, and I'm a young wizard. The wizard responded, Okay, let's get started then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I can... I, I'll clearly take you at your word there. Yeah, look, uh, to be fair, that's as much as I know about me and my ability to use magic. I just said I was a wizard. You said to me that you are a wizard. You know what? I think, I think let's go along. And I like how he just like in my head he wrapped his arm around the shoulder. Come with me. We ha- I have so much to show you, young bad one. I've I've been waiting for you because <laughs> <laughs> I'm magic, of course. Because as you know, I'm a wizard. Yeah. So I just wanted to cover the Wizard of Christchurch. Um, he has a new apprentice. There are going to be a, there is a wizard role. But technically, this apprentice, he's only been there a few years. Sean, you could get in on this if you wanted. You think I could usurp the wizard? I could. I think you could be the next one, yeah. But I, I'm not a wizard. I can't do magic. That's exactly what a wizard would say if he was trying to hide oh, amongst I've, the humans. I've done, I've done it to myself. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I am a wizard. That's exactly what a wizard would say if he was not a wizard. Okay, I'm a wizard. No, you've already said your words. Now we feel. I feel like you're going back on it because you feel what? like we're on to you. Oh no, it's not that at all, Connor. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so in this t- world of trying times, just know that somewhere in Christchurch, there's an old man who is claiming to be a wizard. And there's going to be in forty years another old man claiming yeah. to be a wizard. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to move on to one of my a small story that I have coming up following that, and that is regarding the U.S. government have issued bear advice. So, advice if you get attacked by a bear. We had a bear story a few weeks ago, and we were wondering 
How do you fight off a bear? Black bear, white bear, what's the difference? Polar bear, other types of bears. Sean, give me another one. Teddy bear. Uh, Teddy bear, well done. (laughs) So you've got all these bears attacking you. Get off me, Teddy, you'd say. But what about black bears? (laughs) Well, they now have rules and and, and, guidelines and advice for if you get attacked. And of course, the main thing is, what do you do with your friends? And the advice goes like this. Friends, don't let friends get eaten. Good advice for friendship and life. But the US government has now officially advised against the most cowardly option. um, Pushing over a slower friend to save yourself in an official document. What? (laughs) Yes. So just like... You gotta hope the bear eats him at that point, though, because that's gonna be awkward as fuck when they come back. True, but they say you should not do that. So, bear attacks are a rare but real threat in the United States, um, especially Alaska, um, and there have been a record number of grizzly bear attacks in the Yellowstone region in 2020, possibly due to the increase in people hiking in the area due to the whole global bastard. But... They say that the best way to get away from a bear, if anyone comes face to face with a bear, they are advised to move away closely and sideways. I don't understand move away closely as a phrase. Closely? Oh, as in like close together maybe? Oh, maybe close together with somebody else, not just you by yourself. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, And like crab walk out of there. Yeah, and so you what 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 what? what? <laughs> and this allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. People should not run. They say, like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals uh, or escape up a tree. As grizzly, grizzlies and black bears are adept at climbing trees. But they're then, fucking great at climbing. Actually, I know that the, as a fact. Why I have covered this in weird news is they took the time to add an extra line in there. That says, do not, capital is on not, do not push a slower friend into the bear. In brackets, even if you think that friendship has run its course. This is official government guidelines. (laughs) It is, yes. Well, look, lockdown has been hard on everyone. We've been in close contact for so long. uh, Does this count as like if the friend trips, then is it their own fault at that point? See, are you responsible if you don't help the friend up? But see, if I'm running, mm. you know, I'm not getting back there in time. That's true. And you don't want to risk your life. Sacrifice them Mine is more valuable than anyone You else. are much more valuable, yeah. It's their fault for falling over. But they, this has been my thoughts for years. If we got into a fight, I wouldn't have to outrun the attackers. I just have to outrun you, Sean. I didn't say that to you, but that was in my head. Well, I can't um, imagine why you wouldn't have said that to me. <laughs> it might hurt my feelings, actually, if you told me that. So I'm really glad you didn't say Really it. glad you left that particular detail out <laughs> of our friendship. <laughs> so th- this has kind of blown that whole idea out of, the, out of the water here. Because they have specifically said, even if that friendship has run its course, do not push your friend into a bear. I mean, we, I know we were all thinking it, but it's not good it's, not, it's just not good practice. Like, do, you know, do you know what it, it is, lads? It's a dick move. It's honestly. a bit of a dick move. Just to push your friend. But, Eve, what, Sean, I do have a follow-up. But what if you really do think the friendship has run its course? Like, what if just, like, a little bit of a nudge? Oh, like, 
if you happen, like if you're running and mm. say you're like five feet ahead, yeah, of your friend, if you just happen to throw a branch behind you, <laughs> you think you're trying to stop the bear, but like if you know. If someone should trip over that, that's not on you. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're running and you pass, you know, a 4x4 four four plank of wood that you're able to pl- pull onto the floor like they do in some all chase scenes in all movies. No, they're normally running through a kitchen and they yeah. like pull out one of the cages. If you're in a woods and a bear is chasing you and there's a cage there, you're allowed to pull that out. That is completely up to you because you're trying to block the bear it's unfortunate, but the friend will have to eat a lot of shit. Yeah, and, like, here's the thing. If you happen to be running and you find a bear trap and you just throw that in front of your friend, that's all right. <laughs> if you're running, right, and you happen to happen across a shotgun... And you just turn around and start firing erratically at the bear. But you forget you're a few steps ahead of your friend. That's their fault for being slow. Like, that's not on you. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically, Sean. If you pull out a flamethrower. <laughs> and you burn the whole forest down. In pursuit of the bear. But in the forest is all of your friends and family. That is not on you. Yeah, that's, that's that's not your fault. Likewise, if you just say to the bear, hang on a minute, and then beat that friend to death, that's not on you. Here, stall there for a second there now, bear. <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me earlier on, Tom? Look at me, I'll, look at me, I'm going <laughs> to kick the shit out of you. Bear, I'll deal with you. <laughs> bear, we have a fucking thing going on now, we have ran our course as a friendship. It's, we, we, it's, it's time to get tripped up, honestly. <laughs> So the government have come out officially, thankfully. I know this has been on all of our minds for all this time. Everyone was thinking, what would I do if my friend and me got attacked by a bear? How do I kill my friend fast enough? But they have now said, no, you're not allowed to do that. That is frowned upon. And also, a bit of a dick move, but also understandable, really, when you think about it. It, I mean, I'd love to see the signage in national parks around that, you know? <laughs> Don't push your friend. Don't push your friend. You know, we know you're thinking about it. Don't and stand then, like, in the grass. And then, like, two friends look at each other and they're just like, oh, well, now, now I won't. <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. All of you will be eaten by a bear. <laughs> There's two bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, I read that. I was like, surely that doesn't need to be put into a guideline. But because it was, I think it's important that the people know. The guideline's out there. So just fucking watch yourself. They're they're watching for that now. Um, they have their eye open now. They do. Uh, so we're moving on to our next piece of weird news. And that is German nudist chases wild boar that stole a laptop at Berlin Lake. Uh, while nude, I imagine? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, if... If you're a nudist, this might seem like a dumb question, Sean, but you know what I'm going to ask. Go if ahead. you're a nudist, are you nude all the time? Who? <laughs> it's see, it's tricky because you can't like you can't surely you can't go shopping. Um, if you're no. if you're chasing a boar, do you put shoes on? See, I think a nudist doesn't leave the house with shoes. 
I think if you're gonna go, if you know you're gonna go nude, you leave the shoes at home. At is most, you bring flip flops. At most, flip flops. True. Is it? Would it be more unsettling to people if you did wear shoes and I socks? I think it's always more unsettling. Have you ever put your socks on before your underwear? It's just a strange idea. Don't like it. Not a fan. <laughs> it's just, it just seems weird. And so I think, yeah, the idea of someone naked putting shoes that they took time to tie the laces of. Oh yeah, they're like uh, they're like Doc Martens. Like it's a job to get them on. <laughs> Fucking hell! But they they committed to it. So a nudist bader who chased a wild boar near a Berlin lake after it stole his laptop was applauded by onlookers after a successful pursuit. The photographer who captured the drama, or sorry, the f- photographer, the photographer who captured the drama, said the unidentified nudist was happy for her to share the images, which show him in bare bottom pursuit of the boar and her two piglets while. Fed Hello, baders look on in amusement. I will say, this nudist is, I mean, he's a large enough man, is what I'll say. Well, he has to take on a boar. I'm I'm sure he's hench, Connor. No, no, I didn't mean like that. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Um, Nature Strikes Back wrote Adele Laudner, a personal coach on Facebook. A personal coach. She says, I showed the man the photos. He laughed heartily, which I think is the only way those people can laugh, and gave me permission to make them public. The man was sunbathing naked in West Berlin, a popular and perfectly legal practice in the German capital. Um, oh, he's only practising. He's, <laughs> he's working his way up to fully nude. He had like, <laughs> really like skin-tight, uh, skin-toned underwear on. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just like it's just like a t-shirt printed with a bare chest on it. Absolutely. Uh, the wild boar, sightings of which have become increasingly common, had apparently spotted a pizza being eaten by other people at the place. It seized a yellow bag from the man, and in the yellow bag contained the man's laptop, probably believing it did contain food, and was then chased by the man into the undergrowth. Undergrowth. <laughs> Connor, th- there was an God. apple in there. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, Sorry, um, undergrowth nude, not good. No, not no. I was I was going more so that the scratches. Oh, the brambles would they'd oh, snag. I think. Oh no! Oh, that's not good. Just um, you know, quick a quick pinch here and there. So he's he's lying down and he has his eyes closed, just enjoying his day. And a boar comes along, steals this man's bag with his laptop in it. There's that moment where he's like, I'm going to have to chase the boar. Or is it like, he doesn't even think about it. He just I think it's a reaction. It's, it's the same as if like a seagull had stolen his burger. Do you think boars are becoming seagulls? I mean, boars are essentially just aggressive pigs. Yes, uh, or as as we like to call them, the cowardly warthog. The cowardly warthog. Yes, as I know that from the Lion King. <laughs> I've not seen it, but <laughs> I um, imagine he's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he's a big coward. So the the boar steals the man's laptop, and the boar's flight, however, was slowed. He was on the getaway. And it was slowed by a cardboard box in its path, which is just very father's head. I was just thinking of a big pile of boxes in the middle yeah. of the road. Um, the man clapped his hands and hit the ground with the stick, prompting the boar to drop the laptop. 
Another witness said when he returned from the forest, everyone applauded him. But he returned (laughs) from a forest just naked with his laptop. Surely this man is black and blue, just scraped to fuck. Yeah, maybe that's why they were applauding. They were just like, oh, he clearly fought that boar to death. Yeah, he's covered in blood. It's it's not his. <laughs> the police have come out and said, we urge people not to panic in such a case. We have so far oh, had was, no injuries. There was no panic. There was just there was just what needed to be done. <laughs> this, this naked man, he said, I'm going to do what fucking needs to be done regardless of how everyone thinks about me. I'm going to stand up completely in the nip in this fucking park yeah. and fucking go after this boar. See, sort him out. Fucking right now. And I'll run through those thorn bushes. Oh, Jesus, the thorn bushes. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's not good, is it? Oh, it I wouldn't do that for my out. laptop. My laptop is fucking shit. <laughs> 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 what if it was like a nicer laptop? Would you do it then? What if the boar just really wanted a Google Chrome dog? <laughs> like, he just he wanted to go on the Hangouts, but he didn't have his own internet. He wanted all the like unreleased recordings that we have. Oh, fuck, yeah. Did you think the boar was listening in on Podbean? I, jeez, I fucking hope so. And if he is, yeah. leave a rating, boar. <laughs> Helps get us up the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this boar was planning with the laptop? Maybe starting his own... Maybe he was trying to write a novel? Maybe maybe he had ulterior motives. I don't know. It's it's still up in the air that this boar is even innocent. He That's might be true. innocent. He, like, he could have been, you know, searching... He was trying to become the next ninja. You know? <laughs> Fortnite champion. Bort Knight champion. Bort Knight champion, yeah. That's his uh, Twitch username. You can follow no, him. His, and his Twitch... Uh, every time you subscribe, it just says, I'm bored. Oh, very good. Yeah. Hashtag get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get bored. <laughs> ninja, he's coming for you. <laughs> Uh, Is Ninja still a thing? Is he still big? I think he fell off. No, I think he was part of Mixer, but I don't think Mixer are doing anything now. However, there's probably somebody shouting at their phone about how uneducated I am on the topic. I think Mixer got bought by Facebook? Yeah, I think... (laughs) This is not weird news. I think Mixer and Twitch were two streaming channels, and Ninja took a lot of money and went to Mixer... And then Mixer has been bought out and are not as big anymore, I think. I, but he, I think he got like $30 million, so I don't know if he's that not well off. Oh, he's not like struggling, I don't think. No, I think he'll eat today and tomorrow. And perhaps the day after? If he sells his food, or if he sells his body parts, If he yes. sells his food, he can eat. If he sells his food, he might be able to eat. <laughs> I'll give you three crackers for two and a bit of crackers. Oh, that's um, a pretty good deal on crackers. So we're moving on to Florida, Sean. Now, it's, Florida it's early for Florida. Week, you'd think, but Florida this week is one of those weeks where it's just, as the kids say, popped off. It's oh, just very good. It's all really heated Florida into oh, the headlines. Oh, we did, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Florida man accused of impersonating a cop caught in the act in Pinellas County by Pinellas County deputy. It was a... Wait, 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 wait. So he went up to a cop and was like, you're under no. arrest. <laughs> no, he didn't go up to a cop. He was impersonating a cop to somebody else and the cop seen him. Ah, I see. Yeah. Oh, God. 
So, Florida, fa- Florida man faces a charge of falsely impersonating an officer after a deputy sitting on the side of the of the highway caught him in the act. Um, oh, he was just having his lunch. <laughs> he was just having his lunch. A deputy with the county sheriff's office noticed a 2011 orange Chevy Camaro with blue and red lights pulling behind another car on the highway. According to the arrest report, the driver of the Camaro signalled the other driver to pull over. The dri- that, dr- that driver complied, and then the Camaro passed, still with its red and blue lights flashing. It never actually pulled over himself. The deputy immediately was like, what the fuck is going on? Pulls I'm out on from this where- stretch of road. Wait a minute. <laughs> he pulls out from where he's parked and drives after the... And he finally catches up to the Camaro and arrests the driver. It's 18-year-old Al- Abdullah Jamal Arnous. Um, the arrest report indicates that after Arnous was taken into custody, he admitted to pulling over drivers and admitted that he was aware he was pretending to be a law enforcement officer. He apologised... <laughs> And when he asked, when he was asked about the arrest, he said, in one of my favourite Florida Man quotes, it is what it is, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got caught. That's just, that's how it is. That one's on me. This one's on me. Pour one out for the good guys, right? Was he just bored? Like, why was he doing it? He must have just been, he's 18. And he got pulled over for pretending to be a police officer. And his only response was, it is what it is, bro. I can't fucking tell you. I was doing this new TikTok challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids are all down with it. He was getting that clout. Deputy said that when citizens decide to impersonate law enforcement, it creates distrust. And so they were not happy <laughs> with this young man. <laughs> Famously trusted the police. <laughs> The not to get trusting. too controversial. But. Not to get too controversial, but for the year that we've had, the most trustworthy of them all, the police. <laughs> this this event is going to single-handedly <laughs> change public this, opinion on the police. Oh, this is going to ruin our PR department. We've been doing so well in 2020. <laughs> we've been tweeting about all our crimes. <laughs> So, for many years, I was in traffic, and in fact, I drove an unmarked pickup truck. Said Corporal oh, Skipper. With the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corporal Skipper is this man's name. Corporal uh, with the county sheriff's. So I can understand the concern of citizens when there is an unmarked vehicle with blue and red lights, but. Um, he says, you should not be doing this because it's going to make it harder for other people to trust us. So Corporal Skipper is on the side of this young man may have caused the police to be distrusted in 2020. Sean, are we all pitting a, Are we all just in collective agreement that Abdullah Jamal Arnouz for this one act of cowardice has ruined just the good name? The good name of the police? I mean, like, uh, look... It, the police are there to protect and serve and True. just really go ham on the tear gas. I mean, just use a lot of it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, probably Jesus more than they Christ. should, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I just think the idea that, like, the, for, uh, for the year that we've had, <laughs> yeah. they came out and they were just like, this is going to ruin us. <laughs> The fucking balls to come out and say that. It's been like, look, if if everyone suddenly doesn't like us, it's because of this. It's on you, Abdullah. 
it's you. It's not anybody else's fault. Come on now. I want you to say it for yourself. It is what it is, bro. He doesn't it even care. It he doesn't. It's just like this might as well happen. <laughs> So, Florida man has decided he's against the law. He doesn't care. He doesn't like the police, apparently. Did, did, what, did Florida man have a good relationship with the police before? I think it was one of respect. I think Florida man was seen as kind of the, like, like a, the Bigfoot. Maybe a Bigfoot or a Loch Ness Monster. Like, you just kind of have to respect the fact that he's a fucking maniac. He's out there and he's doing what he's doing. He's doing what he's doing, yeah. Um, now, saying this, our next Florida Man story is not so great on the old Florida Man. That one was just funny because I just like the line, it is what it is. And then he says, it creates distrust. Yeah. <laughs> but we're moving on to our next Florida Man story. This is Florida Man charged with a decent exposure at water plant. Where they make water? Yeah, with their, where they make water, Sean. Yeah, That's, fuck it. Look, I know what the water what cycle the is. <laughs> Evaporation, condensation, Serious clouds, precipitation, cumulus clouds. <laughs> Cumulonimbus. We, we passed geography when we were 12. We yeah, know. We I passed when um, I was 14, I'll have you know. Oh, they, they, they kept me until I was 24. They just wouldn't let me leave. Have the exam um, next week. I'm really hopeful I'll pass this time. So a Pam Bay man told police he had no explanation for why he drove to a city utility, dropped his pants directly in front of a security camera and committed a lewd act on Monday. A lewd act, you say? A lewd act, yes. How lewd are we talking? Um, it's probably less lewd than you're thinking. Oh, Okay. Which makes it funnier, I think. So the incident <laughs> resulting in a misdemeanor charge for indecent exposure happened shortly after midnight at the Palm Bay Water Treatment Plant where they do water and stuff. They treat it well. The water goes very early. <laughs> um, a staff member watching the camera saw the man later identified as Nicholas Jack Heinzman. Um, 20 of the 300 block of Abernathy Circle, everyone's favourite circle. Um, <laughs> walk up to the camera, police said. So he drove out from town, drove out to the water plant, parked up, walked into the power plant or water plant, walked up to the camera. Heinzen, who attempted to mask his face with a napkin, pulled Ooh. his pants down. Turned his back to the camera and then bent over. <laughs> oh no, that is a lewd act. <laughs> that is a lewd act. And was there? Are those cameras monitored constantly? Yeah, the man says he was watching it at the time. Right. Yeah. That's the. Presumably, no one's ever like assaulted the water plant before. It's very hard to assault somewhere that just does water. What are you going to do? Like, you're, there's two <laughs> options in that. You either try and steal all the water, which is hard. Yeah. Uh, nice. And second, you'd become like a comic book villain and poison the town's water supply. I think they're the only two options for going anywhere near a water plant if you do not work in the water plant. Exactly. Like, why? You don't just. There's no money to be made off a water plant. <laughs> It's 75% of the earth. (laughs) It's not not like it's in demand. No, we're made of it. (laughs) We're all made of 98% of it. 
At least. Is it 98? Is it, is it I, as high I as 98? I don't know what it is. Oh, I might I know. Say. That's Jellyfish or 99. <laughs> so we're just one step below Jellyfish. We're just 1% below Jellyfish. I don't know if Dave Attenborough would agree with me there, but I'm pretty positive that's science. Well, look, David Attenborough, if you're listening, write in. Mm, here he at underscore at Outlook.com. Yeah, and, and let us know how you feel about this, David Attenborough. <laughs> Imagine calling David Attenborough David. Like just saying oh, Dave. Fuck. Oh, you'd never call him Dave, would you? You couldn't. Big Daddy D. You call him Big Daddy D if you want. Especially not Big Daddy D, please. I call him that now in my letter. He hasn't written back yet, but I'm really hoping someday. Atman? Atman? No, Atman is not bad. His Twitter channel, his Twitter handle should be at Bur- Inborough. It should at be Inborough. Side, <laughs> in, in, at Inborough. That would be, I think that should be his Twitter site, but he's too classy to be on Twitter. Yeah, yeah what would he, like, he just tweet photos of things he's seen and done, I, I'd assume. But him tweeting photos would lead everyone to be like, why don't you put up videos of your voice? And then he's working all over again. That's, yeah, and he's, he's had enough. Like, <laughs> He's he like 107. Just let him go home. Let let him fucking do up his garden or something. Oh, I bet he has he's a savage in, garden. I, I See, I bet it's shit because he's always in the jungle. He never oh, has time to focus true. on it. But does he go there anymore? I think he sends the young lads. He just sends the camera crews and just like... Here, I think he sends the camera crew and they get a load of shots and then they fill him outside fucking Fulham. Just outside Harrogate. <laughs> Just like in front of a few trees. Uh, I, I, you know what? If I was David Amber, I'd do it though. Yeah, he's he's got that sway. He's got that. He's He's got clout. There's a man he with does. actual clout. Actual clout. I would. I wouldn't fuck with David Attenborough. Um, but Big Dave. He's not the story here, Sean. It's the man who decided that one day Florida man said. I'm going to ruin somebody else's day. He drove out the whole way to the water plant, walked into the water plant, then proceeded to take off his trousers. He was covering his face with a napkin, though, so they couldn't see who it was. He then... They'd also know his name as Nicholas Jack Hydesman, so they kind of know who it was. But he then walks up to the camera, looks directly into the camera, and it's very much a power move to drop the underwear and bend over. Yeah, because you're seeing it happen, and you're like, no... No, he's not going... Oh! <laughs> the man on the oh. camera! No! No, 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 no! <laughs> not again! <laughs> not again! Third time this week! And then, like, if you stare too long at it, you go mad. Yeah. I asked Nicholas if he had ever done something like this before, the officer wrote in his report. He advised, this was the first time he'd ever done anything illegal. It was something he had been curious about trying. No, that's not a good enough excuse because it's so specific. Yeah. To moon or like, you know, flash your arse at a camera in a water treatment plant. Yeah, like this is not something that people dream about. Like, and he says this is the first time he's done anything wrong and he was very curious about trying it. But for what reason? Did he see it in a movie? I don't know how many movies involve a man going to a water plant and just showing his arse to the camera. It's not exactly Ocean's Eleven, is it? Oh, I watched that movie the other night, Sean. Oh, is it like it? It's very similar. <laughs> oh, 
right, I may give it a rewatch. <laughs> it's a deleted scene. <laughs> the, or Brad Pitt just flashes his arse. See, you would think it would be Brad Pitt, but it, the answer will surprise you. Oh, Leo, is it? <laughs> Don Cheadle, what are you doing? <laughs> We've got Clooney and Pitt. What are we doing this with Cheadle for? Boom, you're looking for this. <laughs> you're looking for this. Um, <laughs> boom, you're looking for this. And he's pointing directly at his arse. <laughs> I, I was looking for that. Uh, well, Jesus, thank you very much, Don. That's very lovely. Um, the officer then asked Nicholas, what led him to wanting to do it? Because, of course, that is the question. And Nicholas advised him... Because I am dumb. Which I think is a perfectly acceptable reason for Florida Man to do anything. Yeah, like he's just like, he wanted to try it, you know? And now he's tried it and he won't do it again because he's dumb. I'm thick as shit and so I'll try shit. But at the same time, I'm I'm not bad. Like, I didn't murder anybody. I just wanted the thrill of knowing somebody was looking at my arse. It's, it's... I can't explain it, but just knowing that the person who filters all of the water for the town has seen my <laughs> very asshole. Very specific. It's very specific. It's it's a strange power play, but damn. Do you think that the man who runs the war power plant, like the guy who was given the interview there, I bet he stole this guy's wife or his husband or something, and he's bull tick. Like, he's just really mad. And this is his way of getting back at him. Yeah, and like, how do you... But it's also such a, like... It's such a nothing way of getting back at someone, you know? Yeah. You can just shrug off at seeing a man's arsehole. (laughs) I do it every day. Where do you go that you shrug it off? Ah, just like... No, I can't think of any... What's the funniest location I could think of? Church? Uh, no, no, actually, no. no. Don't, don't say that, Jesus. No. no, you can't do that now. Uh, no, no, don't be putting arses in church. No, uh, improv troupe. Oh, no, no. Very good. Wow, yeah, no, you definitely weren't fucking going there anywhere. Fuck no, it, not. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he's done me again. Oh, no, but I don't have the improv skills to back it up. Connor, I was hoping you'd make that joke, and I improved it, and you, you, you went with it, and it was great. Oh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's, it, now we're working together. Who needs to be in the same room as other humans? I just missed them, though. Not you, just the humans. Just the arseholes, I'd say. I just missed looking at another man's arsehole going, it's going to be a good day today. You know what I mean? With the rising sun. <laughs> like, skipping along to work. Just like loving my life, getting my coffee, just strolling along. You look to your left, fucking arsehole Johnny's over there. Fair play to you. Arsehole uh, Johnny. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one of the best stories we've ever done. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is Florida Man admits I'm a junkie after officer finds a crack pipe in his pocket. Yeah, you have no, you have no choice at that point, really. Do we you? have we have two back to back Florida men who just are just like lads. Is this the I'm new dumb? tactic? If you just tell them straight up what's going on, yeah, just be like, no, I'm, 
I'm just thick, like. <laughs> like, I'm really dumb. Um, a Florida man is facing a drug paraphernalia charge after he was stopped by an officer in Naples late Tuesday night. Officer Aluzma, which is, I've never seen Aluzma as a second name, uh, with the Naples Police Department stopped Thomas Pumphrit, 46, I've never seen Pumphrit as a second name either, near the 9th Street North and Fleshman Boulevard. Everyone's second favourite boulevard. Oh, what's their uh, favourite boulevard? I'll leave that up to you. Uh, Because he was riding a bike. (laughs) Because he was riding a bike at night without proper lighting. Um, The worst crime of all. During the stop, the officer asked to search Pumphrit for anything illegal. And Pumphrit agreed. The officer then immediately found a pipe with brown residue in Pumphrit's left pocket. Oh, immediately. (laughs) Immediately. Not just even after a few seconds. You'd think... If someone said, search my pockets, you wouldn't immediately go, that's a fucking great idea. You know what? Unless he was trying to call the officer's bluff. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I'm going to search you. I think you should double search me. I think you should check everywhere twice. I'll bend over, I'll drop trow, I don't mind. Why does he keep trying to show me his arse? (laughs) I've already looked at the arsehole Johnny on my way here. I don't need you. I'm, I'm set for the day, boy. <laughs> I've already reached my quota of one. <laughs> one arsehole is all I can deal with. So give me um, some crack. <laughs> the officer asked Pumphrit what the pipe was. Now, the pipe has brown residue in it. Pumphrit has been caught with it. The officer says, what is it? And Pumphrit, and the bicyclist, bicyclist says back to him, what is that? I don't know what that is, according to the report. When Officer Elizabeth instructed Pumphrit to place his hands behind his back, he instantly darted from the officer and ran into a wooded area in the preserve right beside them. Where a boar met him. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, fucking, what Microsoft Word is open. <laughs> Boar's like, I cannot get this fund off. Sort this out for me. Is Com- Comic Sans is fine for a novel, is that fine for What about a fucking um, a CV, a resume? What are we doing here? I just Times New Roman Oh it's a bit too boring Calibri A nice middle ground I really want this office job I really do I'm a bore Um, (laughs) Officer Luzma I'm a bore That's part of the improv That he just keeps telling everyone He's a bore (laughs) Officer Luzma chased after Pumphrit And told him to stop Or else he would be tased But the officer eventually lost sight of the man He's fast as the wind As fast as his crack will carry him Uh, The officer notified Pretty fast. Uh, the officer notified dispatch and units were set up a perimeter in the area. Um, they also had Air 1 responding and K9 units uh, to search for the man. Um, when the units arrived at the scene, they told Pumphrit via in-car PA system that he would get bit if he did not come out. That the bit. dogs would bite this man, yes. Oh no. Pumphrit quickly emerged from the bushes with his hands up. When, I, when the officer asked Pumphrit why he decided to run, he just shrugged his shoulders and said, I'm a junkie. <laughs> what can you expect, officer? <laughs> well, you don't want to think... You couldn't think highly of me, officer. I have a crack pipe in my pocket. What the fuck do you expect? You, you, know I mean? you an upholder of the law. And I, a humble junkie. <laughs> You, one of the most respected professions at the minute, an upholder <laughs> of the law. And me, one of the least respected, a junkie. We've come together as an odd couple to maybe make sure that this relationship might work. 
might just, and he's like in the backseat talking to himself. He's just like he's already in jail. <laughs> You're never going to believe what fucking bore I see. And the cops are like, this guy's on loads of drugs. <laughs> Get him into the car. No, this one I'm serious about. <laughs> no, seriously. This is, no, honestly, he had word open. He was using Comic Sans. (laughs) And they're like dragging him away. Comic Sans! (laughs) That is is a very Florida man way to handle things though. Just like, I'm a junkie. Run away. And then when they say you're going to get bitten by the dogs, immediately just say, look, okay, fair enough. I've been caught. I'm a junkie. What can you do? The end of story. I'll just go home. And you guys can also go home. <laughs> we'll all just go our separate ways, think about what we've done, come back tomorrow, look for the arsehole Johnny again. Now, where are you, Johnny? Ha! Huh? Oh, he's got in. Oh, he's if you see him first, you get a wish. <laughs> <laughs> and free therapy. Okay, we're finishing <laughs> off this week um, with Florida Man. Now, a few weeks ago, Sean, we had... No, a few weeks ago, I should say a few years ago. What? That we had the most unlucky man in the world. Oh, now, yeah. The un- most unlucky man in the world was a-, a man who, Sean, can you remember what he was bitten by? A snake. Mm. A bear. Mm. An alligator. I think it was snake, bear, spider. Or was it snake, bear? It might have been alligator. No, I think you're right. Snake, bear, know. alligator. He was bitten by um, more things than you should be bitten by. No, it was it was a snake, shark, bear. The shark. That's what it was. That was it. And um, we then found out, we were on the radio at this stage, and we found out that the odds of that happening were like one trillion to one, that it would happen to one human. So he was statistically the most unlucky man. Because you take the odds of getting bitten by a a spider, or a a snake, multiplied by the odds of getting bitten by a shark, multiplied by the odds of getting attacked by a bear, all together in one just mass maths problem. And you do you do it all at once, and I think we worked out it was live on air that the the digits just kept going. That he was a one in whatever chance. I remember we struggled to say the number because it was so many <laughs> yeah. zeros. But Florida man is not one to be overtaken, Sean. He doesn't like coming in second best. And so Florida man, once bitten by alligator, is chomped by eight foot shark while on vacation. Jesus. Yes. Never be chomped by anything if you can help you it. You don't want to be chomped. Chomped is a terrible way to go. It's, it's, oh, it's gross. Now, maybe he, well, I presume he survived because one, we're talking about it. Yeah. But two, I don't think Florida Man can be killed. I, I think that, yeah, Florida Man will outlive us all. No matter what happens. So, Justin Stuller was looking forward to relaxing in the Florida Keys, fishing, lobstering, and swimming with his wife, kids, and extended family and friends. Until a a shark bit him. I was going to say a a bit sharked him, but that's not what happened. Oh, that's a sentence, Um, Connor. Don't worry. Stuller, Stuller, 38, now sports two dozen stitches and a small limp after he tangled with an eight-foot lemon shark last Wednesday. Oh, that's a big shark. Yes. Stuller said he has encountered sharks before on similar trips. Some have even snatched fish he speared as he swam back to the boat, but he's never been bitten before, at least not by a shark. And this is where he tells us, I did get bit by an alligator, 
And then he says, and then there's a pause, and he says, and a spider. Show, he says, showing scars of both his, on his leg. He, both the same leg, he was bitten by an alligator and a spider. Right. Mm. That is, that leg has gotten gone through a lot. And the shark was like, go for the leg, and I was like, hey, look, this has been through some fucking wars. I'll go for the left one. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll even him out, you know, I've got a lot of teeth. Do you think that the odds of getting going shark, spider, alligator are less than snake, bear, shark? Or more? Give them to me again there. So you have shark, mm. um, you have shark, bear, snake Yeah. on one side. And on the other side you have shark, alligator, spider. See, just on... See, it's kind of an even split because you got two land-based and one <laughs> aqua-based. Now the alligator is interesting because it can do both. Yeah, that's that's multi. It's multi-talented. And I think it's easier for a spider to sneak up on you. Yeah, snakes not so much. Not so much. They're, they're like, they're, well, I don't know. Now depends on the grass you're walking in. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. I think it might be the the whatever the collection with the alligator is, just because you're never so safe. This guy. Alligator, shark, spider. Like, how many alligator bites happen a year? Oh, because it's in Florida. I think the odds would be quite high, but everywhere else, quite low. That's the thing. Like the bear versus the alligator is the real difference, <clears throat> I would say. Because spider bites happen all the time. And um, he went to put it back. He found an injured fish in the rocks under water and went to retrieve it. It was too small, not a keeper, he said on Sunday. He went to put it back into the rocks and away from his wife and kids who were swimming nearby. I put it in a hole, and right before I surfaced, wham, he said of the attack, I felt a skin more than the shark. It rolled me over and I saw it swimming away. Sutter said nobody noticed anything at first until he surfaced and started yelling. Um, his friend Jake Dorn, which is a great name, was swimming nearby. Um, and so he immediately got onto the boat and was seen to have five to si- to uh, seen a five to six inch bite just below his knee, as well as a few other puncture marks on his leg. Um, so he said his wife Christian was looking over his shoulder when he took his hands away from the wound. Let out a gasp when she saw the damage, and her first words were, "We're going to the hospital." Which I think, good on you. I think good that's call. step one, Kristen. Yeah, I, let's uh, leave it for a few hours. The kids really want to go windsurfing. Do you know what makes things better is when they fester. <laughs> Paddleboarding is a tree, though. How are oh. we going to make it if we're in the hospital? I mean, look, the kids can stay here doing archery. Yeah, I'll stay with them. You go by yourself. We'll meet you there in a few. It's yeah. You just make your way to the hospital there. Walk. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. So he says that everybody stayed calm, and he tied it off himself, and lost very little blood. He said it was pretty deep, but no bone. I was very lucky. Um. I don't know if they, you were that lucky because it was that line that made me think of how unlucky this man is. It's and unlucky to have that happen to you. It's unlucky to have that happen to you. Um, And so I just read this and I thought, we have competition for the world's most unlucky man. Because this man, I think, could be in the running for the world's unluckiest man award that we give out every year. 
That's true. He's he's top contender. Yeah, I mean, like everyone on planet Earth got kind of a boost in points this year just because of everything <laughs> yeah. that went on. True. But this man has been through all that and survived all these bites. Yeah. Also, his wife said uh, after getting sti- stitched up the first day, he was very calm. And on the second day, she said they gave an interview and she said, he was Mr. Grumpy Pants the second day, his wife laughed. <laughs> Being a real moany prick about it. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. We've all had fucking tough days. Know what I mean? <laughs> We've all Jesus. been through things. Like, we, I know we're having a tough day, but at the same time, the kids, little Timmy fell off his paddleboard, scraped his knee. And you didn't even have any care for that. Oh, wow, wow, there's teeth marks in my bones. Fuck you, that. Fuck Jeez. you, honestly. <laughs> Mr. Grumpy Pants, where he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I've got nothing against the shark. No ill will. Right place, wrong time. I was more angry I couldn't go in the water the next day, which I think is the wrong vendetta to hold. What I mean, he could go in the water. It's just like the shark now has a taste for him. Yeah, now the shark now owns that area. You don't want to fuck with the shark. Not at all. I mean, send the children in. That's fine. Send the children. They'll tell you if it's safe. They'll be like, oh no, I got bit by a shark. <laughs> and then you're like, Mr. Grumpy Pants. <laughs> Mr. Grumpy Pants. Ah, look at you. You little devil. You little... Stuff. Ah, will you just... Come on, it's only a scratch. Sure, it's only an alligator and a shark bite and a spider bite. Like, what are Suck you being mad about? Being mad about. <laughs> um, okay, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week. Lot of Florida this week. and Lot of Florida, God, it yes. delivered. <laughs> yes, Florida man always follows through. He always does. Shall I take us out for the week, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast. Or there's a link in the description to that. Everyone who supports us over there, massive friends of the show. You're all amazing. Thank you all so, so much. Um, but as always, the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just the one, please. The um, uh, All of our social media stuff is all linked down below. Or you can email us here for our underscore at outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think that's about it. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.